and gentlemen. Welcome to another Tuesday edition of the All Pro Jaffos, where we're bringing the highly elevated sports talk for the highly elevated sports fan. I'm your host, JP. Hey, yo. And with me, as always, the 610 from the Southeast, Mr. Country K. Konnichiwa, my people. <laughs> and joining us as always with the Formula One talk on Tuesdays every down starting the show. The quarterback, Sunshine, ladies and gentlemen. You're not gonna say something? You wanna say Just play it. Just cause I know that that one <laughs> Every time makes him cringe. Every single time. I'm gonna keep playing. Every time. See, you see, you see K's, uh, you see K's background. Yep. That's how I'm looking at you. <laughs> oh, I definitely knew it was coming. Yep. Absolutely. <laughs> oh, ladies and gentlemen, it's been a hell of a weekend. Uh, not just for the NFL, but obviously for Formula One. Um. Uh, <laughs> I think it was David, but I kicked the taste out that man's mouth. God damn. <laughs> oh, fantasy football? Yeah. Was, uh, Sunshine here was the uh, Jocko Fantasy League Team of the Week by far uh, this past weekend. Team dropping almost 220 points. No, it was 220 points. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. 220 points on a poor, unsuspecting... Um, Super Kamara Damon's team uh, is just an ass whooping all the way around. And then the 49ers defense gave you what, 22 points last night? 24. Jeez. Hawkinson had 39. <laughs> yeah, Hawkinson had a lot of points. Yeah. Eckler had like 30. Yeah, there was no reason why your team should have gone off the way it did. Yet here we are. What do you mean? <laughs> Everybody who should have gone off went off. He's hating. Well, I won. No, I didn't actually. I no, lost. you got, your, you got your face kicked in in yeah, a toilet bowl. Was... <laughs> mm. Mm. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Yeah, the phrasing was great. It was pretty bad. Because <laughs> you can just imagine the shit that just went all on your face. Yep. You just got piss All running down the, on your sideburns. Your beard is soaked in piss. Just understand that. It's soaked in dog water. That's what it is. No, dog water. <laughs> <laughs> you out of there. No, oh, shit. Caleb Checo wins the race. Verstappen comes behind Stroll. Yeah. Hey, man. Not a good look. That's what, hey, that's what I'm telling you, bro. I'm telling you. He's not, he's not quite there yet. He should have known that his tires were not warm when he locked up in turn seven and just went straight on. <laughs> <laughs> he just kept going. Like, nope, no turn necessary. I'm going to cut just, the entire track in half right here. He had no heat in his tires, and he just went, whoo. Whee. It's the me. I feel like whee. he could have easily made, made podium had the mm-hmm. mistakes and stuff like that not been mm-hmm. made. If not first, Hell. at least the podium. Hell, team orders could have gave him the win. 
No, but T- Checo was driving the the race of his life. I'm not gonna lie. No, hats off to him. Um, Leclerc, he's doing Leclerc things. You know, he just. I don't know what happened. He was like right on his tail. And then next thing you know, Checo just took off and checked out. He was like, fuck it. He said, fuck that penalty too. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. He got a five second penalty at the end of the race and still won it pretty handedly. Honestly, honestly though, the FIA can suck one. There was no, there's, there's no fucking reason why they should have investigated that after the race. It was a full-on fucking 20 minutes before the race ended when it happened. And they're going to wait. I mean, what is there to wait for? It's just, it's fucking dumb. It's fucking dumb. I mean, again, either way, it doesn't change the result of the race. But it could have. It very well could have. Exactly. You know, had had the race come a little bit closer, it very well could have ended up that way. Exactly. And they knew where they were going to get that penalty. But, like, if everybody in the stands knew it, if all the teams knew it, why the fuck are we waiting until after the fucking race to to investigate it or to, to hand down a punishment? Like, that shit is the dumbest shit I've ever heard. Like, I, I know, I understand, you know, sometimes there's, like, you know, two, three laps left and some shit happens or whatever. And, you know, it's hard to you know, figure out who the hell is going on before, by the time the race is up. It's like, oh shit, ran out of time. But they had so much fucking time. So much time to like deliberate that and, and hand out the penalty. I mean, but either way, he he won it by a good cool seven seconds. You know, it just technically two seconds because of this dumbass fucking penalty. Well, I mean, one hit Max had two compared yeah. to pretty well, much everyone else. Like, yeah, everyone Max, else seems to have... As far as track temperature went, the only reason why Max had to re-pit was because of the lockup. He completely, like, balled his tires. Mm. So, okay. I mean, he had to pit. If he doesn't pit, he probably goes on to win that race. The way he was overtaking everybody towards the end there, you know, the last 15, 20 minutes, you know, he went through four guys like it was nothing. Yeah, it did seem very effortless. Absolutely. Absolutely. But, I mean, Perez coming in with the win. And, I mean, like you said, you said Singapore was hell. Yeah, like you, you said it was a very difficult track. Yeah, I'm looking now, at the, and now the, you, the, the it's, formation it's a of the track, track to maneuver like without the rain. And how many, <laughs> how many people didn't fit? Like, holy crap! I believe like, it was at, I think it was at least five, possibly six drivers who didn't, I'm who didn't finish the race. Hold on, the, here. <laughs> These are all both the Williams. One, two, three. Four, five, six, seven, eight. Actually, no, 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 no. I'm sorry. Retired. Okay, that, this is what I should. The, the retired got one, two, three. Four. Yeah, you're right. Six, six racers that DNF'd. Oh, yeah. George Russell got 14th. That was pretty funny. Oh, he deserves it. Mr. Consistency was no longer consistent in this. No, no, they call him Mr. Saturday because he can only win on Saturday, never in an actual race. 
Oh, it is what it is. He's but not clutch. <laughs> all of the all of those, you know, wrecks and I saw Latifi go down, and I'm like, okay, of course Latifi goes down. That that's that's so pretty much. I think the best the best DNF comparison. I I think the best comparison I can make for George Russell, like, and it's it, like to like put it into terms for you. He's like. He's kind of like Jared Goff, who thinks he's Tom Brady. Like Jared Goff today, not Jared Goff, you know, Rams Jared Goff those first couple years or whatever those first few years. I mean, like Jared Goff, Detroit Lion Jared Goff, and he thinks he's Tom Brady. Like, that's George Russell. That's George Russell. That's not a good he's point. he's got a, a Nick Foles record with a Tom Brady mentality. Like it just doesn't fit. Like <laughs> Nick, Foles, Nick Foles beat Tom Brady, so no, 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 not that Nick Foles. I mean the Nick Foles before that. <laughs> the Nick Foles that everybody actually knows. You know what I mean? Like the Nick Foles who since then has done zero zero. Not, but it just. So six racers. What's the biggest? Holy shit! There's some. Well over a minute behind. Mm-hmm. They don't even. Honestly, it's funny because once they get to a certain point, they just stop saying yeah. whatever the hell your time was. Yeah, you're just. And you're just a, George you're, Russell. You're, mm-hmm. Last place. No, it didn't even matter. Yeah, he didn't even get. He got through. He got through fifty-seven laps. He didn't even finish the full fifty-nine. Mm-hmm. He didn't even finish the full fifty-nine. Four pits. This fucking guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right, well, see if that keeps happening for him. But hey, well, had great Saturdays, but on Sunday, don't count on that guy. So, from what you saw with Ferrari, did strategy get any better? Or are they still, sh- you know, costing their races? Red Bull was just faster. Perez is a whole fucking demon this past race. You really can't put that on any strategic or anything like that. Red Bull just had the better car that day. But as far as, like, Ferrari doing what they were supposed to do, they did everything they could. And they still got dusted. So, I mean... It's one of those, they ran a clean race, but it didn't matter yeah. what was happening. Yeah, oh, because uh, Red Bull is just faster. Just well, then faster. at least that's the case. Instead yeah. of it being Ferrari making a dumb decision. Yeah, yeah. Now, had had Leclerc been in front all fucking race, and then Ferrari's like, well, we need to pit for new tires. Then, you know, it's like, okay, fucking Ferrari doing Ferrari things. You know what I mean? Like, But now it was... Much more polished. Yeah. yeah I mean, they're were... still ironing it out. All right. They're still, so. well, like you said, five races left. Mm-hmm. We're looking at, right now, going into Japan. And Max King clinch with... If I'm not mistaken, what did it say here? Max can clinch, well, definitely with a win. Yeah. Definitely with a win. But I think 
If I read it correctly, all he has to do is podium. If he gets yeah, I podium, haven't read much wins. into that. I just I expect to win. The... But then again, ja- Japan. We haven't we haven't seen a Japan circuit in a while. When's the last time Japan had a circuit going through? Not in the last two years, I don't think. Or the I, honestly, I don't think I don't even think on Drive to Survive they even raced in Japan. So I think it's been you know you know almost four or five years maybe, maybe six. Interesting. They haven't been there in a while, so we'll see how that goes. Track though. Yeah. Yeah, it is. It's gonna be cool to see. See what kind of changes they've made. Um, Good for them, man. Now. Who so you have to give a driver of the day? Who's your driver of the day? Checo, all day. Checo's my driver. He won. No, he drove but... like a bat out of hell. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Even Ricky exactly. Bobby was going. Damn, he's fast. Shit. He was moving. He was moving. The dude. The dude. I was looking from... at the highlights, and I believe he was in first the whole way. Uh, he started in second, took first out, out of the first corner. He he had a hell of a start, and he just fucking he just took off from there. He checked out, and then it got close, you know, towards the end there. And then the next thing you know, you just see the fucking the times just start growing and growing and growing, and like the the split is growing and growing. It's like next thing you know, he's up by like seven seconds. It was like, oh shit! Like <laughs> the fuck happened? Like, like Country K says, all you see is ass and elbows. Mm-hmm. He was gone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Absolutely got. It. Let's see. Uh, I just wanted to see this real quick. All right, so obviously, hey, guys, if you hold on the before race... you. All right, cool. Hold on oh. before you no, go. No, no. I'm, I'm, guys, I'm still here. I just want to let everybody know I care about F1. Pacheco drowned like a bad AO. I heard the whole fucking thing. I heard the whole fucking thing. I'm just he said, over here I'm doing... still here. Yeah, I'm, I'm still here, guys. Here. I'm just doing my uh, the final uh, re- revisions. That's, oh, that's it. For the, for the Where are picks. you? I'm right here. <laughs> we want to see your face. <laughs> no, but no, yeah, I'm here, guys. Even when he's talking, he doesn't have his face on. It's always the backgrounds that we see. Because the background is more entertaining. New. At least it's something new, right? Yeah. <laughs> it's something new every week. And I switch oh, it up. It, all it's the something time. new throughout the show. Yeah. yeah. Just there's more just, than just stairs motherfuckerly at you. <laughs> I feel like most of your guys. demeanor is stairs motherfuckerly, so I feel like they fits. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 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 
and I accept a genuine thank you. That came from his heart. <laughs> hey, he right. He's he, none but facts. Especially every single time I play. <laughs> yep. Every time. <laughs> um. I mean, obviously, if Verstappen wins, if Verstappen wins the race, obviously he wins. But he has to at least, if he doesn't win the race, he needs to outscore Leclerc by a minimum of six points and Perez by a minimum of eight points to win the championship. So let's just—he's got to win. Yeah, it's no either. If Sands butts or maybe it's about, about unless that. Checo just wins out from here on out. Oh fuck! <laughs> Wouldn't that be some shit? Yeah, that would be some shit. I'm not oh, gonna lie. Man. I would love to see that. That'd be a hell of a fucking end of the fucking season right there. Red Bull wow, would be fuck. in a dilemma. Red just... Bull would be like, fuck. <laughs> what do we do? Who do we favor? Constructor of the day. Like, I feel like cliche saying Red Bull, but, like, fucking they brought it. You know what I mean? Like, it's hard to see outside of that. You know, they kept Checo on track. They kept Max on track. Had he not fucking overcooked it into the fucking end of the turn and got impatient. Because he could have easily waited one more lap took that and been on the podium easily. Yeah. You're just giving giving it all to Red Bull then, huh? Uh, I might be a little biased. Might be just a little biased. Just a little. <laughs> um going into Japan. Who who's most like I obviously it's well, we'll see you qualifying. We'll see you qualifying. But if you had to choose right now, does Max clinch it in Japan? Or do we see somebody else in the first place? Honestly, I hope he, I hope he does. But I don't think Japan has a, a lot of straights, which is advantage Ferrari. Um, I don't – I can't remember the layout. I'd have to check my video game. Um, but – I can show it to you right <laughs> I'll give, I'll give it to you right here once my computer decides to stop being a, like a twit. You know, those medium corners, that's where that's where Ferrari excels. So, I mean, just if there's not a, you know, there might be one long back straight where most of the overtaking is going to happen, but. So then based on, I mean, there's a couple of straights. There's maybe... I think there's two of them, two or three, like decent. Yeah, see, you got your back oh. straight and you got your home stretch. I can't even, I can't even show it to you, from, but if you can see that, yeah, I would, I would have to say that's probably advantage Ferrari because it looks like there's one. Yeah, it looks just like. There's a DRS spot. There's another straightaway, and that's that's it. Everything else is twists and turns. There might be a short straightaway 
in the middle. Yeah, but you probably won't see a whole lot of overtaking there. No. I mean, unless unless Red Bull gets a great run out of, you know, some of those turns right before that back straight and that home stretch. But I mean if if we're sitting here, if we've got these long medium corners, you know what I mean? It's hundred percent advantage Red Bull. But a part of me hopes that Ferrari does pull a one-two, whether it's Sainz or Leclerc first. I don't really care. I just hope they do. So if Max were to win and clinch, he would do it in Austin. Okay. So two races from now after the show. I believe so. I think after the Japanese Grand Prix, it's the Austin Grand Prix. Yeah. So for J- for Japan, I'm just looking at their straightaways real quick. You got the 18 to one, obviously, to start. Then you got nine uh nine to ten, and then 14 to 15. Speed yeah. trap. Speed trap is right in between 15 and 16. Yeah. I mean, but that's that's, trap is that's not two. a lot. No. We've only got one DRS zone, and yeah, if as long as if it just depends, honestly, because for this race, and like I mean, I know it's fucking redundant to say you know seeing after qualifying and all that stuff where everybody's gonna start, um, but if we have a Ferrari on the front row, depending on you know if they can get out of, get out ahead right off the rip. I mean, there's definitely they've got they've got probably the best chance to win. So you're looking at you're looking at Ferrari, possibly. I'm hoping Ferrari. You're hoping Ferrari. Yeah, I want them to fucking win in the U.S. Why wouldn't I want that? Oh, okay. So you forty five minutes down the road. Yeah, it's literally the next race after Japan. Yeah. Yeah, they're in Austin, and then after that, it's. What? I was about to say, wouldn't it be some shit if Checo had the opportunity to win the whole thing in Mexico? Oh shit, that'd be nuts. He's got the he's got three races to. He literally needs to come in first place, and Max needs to DNF all three of these races to even make that a possibility. But I don't think he has to DNF. Well. You would literally have to have no points. At least one, one or two races out of the three. To maybe and then a non-podium. Checo winning the world championship in Mexico. What kind of story would that be in F1? Oh, Mexico fuck. isn't the last race though, right? No, it's not. You got Brazil after that, and then you got Abu Dhabi. Oh, yeah. There's no fucking way. Wouldn't that be some shit though? Yeah, but it's, there's no. no fucking way. <laughs> Yeah, it would be some shit. All right, ladies and gentlemen. He needs to go to bed. You can see he's tired, and he's mainly tired of all my shit. (laughs) So, ladies and gentlemen, we appreciate it as always. The quarterback, Sunshine, with his Formula One talk and predictions. See you again next week, bro. See you. Oh. Uh.
Oh shit, I couldn't unmute it in time. Well, it's all good. It is all good. Um, I mean, that, that again, the, there's a lot going on. There's five races coming up. Je, he told me the Japanese Grand Prix will be at 10 p.m. on Saturday. Uh, our time. Um, so might be able to catch that. Uh, he's like, he's like at midnight my time. I was like, ooh, yeah, that's rough. That's definitely rough. But um, again, ladies and gentlemen, all things Formula One. I gotta clip more of Caleb's stuff because he does get, he does get passionate about it. It's pretty funny. And if we went in, in at an earlier time, we might be able to have him on even longer, but it's, what is it, 9.30 his time right now? Yeah, he's two hours ahead. Yep, so it is what it is. But, hey, good to have him on now that he's being more consistent. Thank fucking God. Okay, so um, before we move on, to the NFL and everything, and getting into talks conversations about that. Um, we already talked about it a little bit in previous episodes, um, but I just kind of wanted to reiterate the obvious here. Um, we do things a certain way on this show, the way we talk, um, you know, the way we kind of have a good time and everything else like that, but. One thing that we have always tried to do is make it fun and, most importantly, comfortable uh, for everybody to, you know, who comes in as a guest to be on this show to be able to talk and have a good time, be themselves. Okay. Certain, uh, I mean, I'm going to get more uh, details a little bit later on, but I just wanted it to be out there, you know. Uh, with media credentials comes certain, not just perks, but it comes with obligations. Um, it comes with rules. It, I mean, not to say that it wouldn't to begin with. It's just, again, we are very new in the, uh, you know, covering sports you know game and everything else like this we've just had the opportunity to be able to get um with san jose state and be able to um cover their games and everything else like that we've had that opportunity um but along the road we've done some things unknowingly uh that were probably not supposed to be done and to basically, you know, long story short, we have learned what those mistakes are and were. We definitely plan on improving on those mistakes. Um, the certain things that were done will not be done again. Um, and it's kind of one of those learning experiences that you got to hold yourself accountable, and especially myself. I should probably do a better job at pre-screening and talking to whoever it is that we're talking to 
to be able to let them know, A, what the show is all about, what we say, how we talk, you know, what we do, you know, everything else like that. Most of the people that we have talked to on the on the show is okay with that. But most of the people when they are talking with us, you know, some of them some of them are okay with it. Others would prefer us to not do certain things. Um and this is one of those cases where kind of went on certain assumptions that I probably shouldn't have gone on. And instead of doing what I was supposed to do and screening, uh, they're pre-screening the whole thing. You know, we've got a warning. Okay. So from this point on, you know, and, and again, I do want to, you know, send a shout out to Sky. Um, the more we talk to him, the more information he gives. We get to pick his brain. Um, I got to talk to him, you know, a little bit today, you know, him voicing his concerns and, you know, just wanting to to let us know um, what was going on, what was said, all that other kind of stuff. Um, but, you know, he's got our back. He's putting in a good word for us. And, but he's he's more than willing to, you know, help us get better um, and be able to not make those mistakes again. Um, so I appreciate the hell out of Sky um, uh, for everything for the most part. And uh, we will not be making those mistakes again. And things are going to be a little bit different when it comes to handling certain situations. Um, on this show from here on out. But we do want to acknowledge that. We do want to acknowledge that we are very, fairly new to the process. So getting rid of the fan aspect of how we need to handle certain things. Because again, me and Kay are fans of the game. We played the game. We've been around the game forever. We're fans of it. So it's hard not to have certain emotions when certain things happen. So it's kind of having to get adjusted, you know, being able to look at this opportunity of having media credentials as work rather than play, rather than, oh, you know, we're going to have a good time with this, blah, blah, blah. There's certain things we can do. There's certain things we can't do. And if we're going to keep covering San Jose State, if we're going to be giving you more content moving forward, because this is helping build a relationship to the point where we can maybe start covering more schools to give you guys more and more content. So we want to be able to adhere to whatever rules or whatever boundaries that everybody has. We don't want people to be, feel uncomfortable on the show ever. You know, so if, if I have to pre-screen questions or do anything, I will do that. That is fine. You know, if it makes somebody more comfortable, that is okay. But, you know, just wanting to make it very clear, we had no ill intent with anything. We only try to have fun with the guests. We have certain, we have and had certain emotions in certain situations. So we'd like to get to know how other people feel in those certain situations. You know, so it's kind of, we try to make it authentic. We try to make people more comfortable. Now, 
that being said, we can't assume one thing works for another. People are different. People have different reactions to different questions, to different scenarios, to different things. So we can't assume based on one conversation that the next conversation is going to go the same way. That's fine. You know, so again, we're learning from it. We're going to continue to learn from it and get better from it. But uh, I just wanted to give a, a quick shout out to Sky and, and let you guys, obviously keep you guys involved and letting you know what's going on with us. Um, so we're getting better in how we handle certain things. Um, and that's pretty much uh, everything that's been updated, at least on that end. Um, so again, we apologize to anybody uh, on the San Jose State side or whatever who may have, you know, looked at certain things a, a certain way. Uh, again, there's no ill intent and there never has or ever will be ill intent. We just want everybody to have fun, have a good time, be loose, be themselves. Now, you know, again, on our part, we can do one thing, but, you know, we appreciate the, the opportunity uh, by Sky and everything and by you guys there at San Jose State nonetheless. Um, so, now, moving on. NFL, okay. Woo. Uh, the building is burning in Miami. Um, so the NFL and NFLPA fired the doctor who cleared Tua to play in the Bills game on Sunday or last Sunday. Now, the investigation is still ongoing. It was now said that Tua today um, was supposed to meet up with people with representatives and stuff like that from the NFL and the NFLPA to talk about that situation. Um. Now, at this point, I hope it doesn't turn into a, well, we fired the doctor, that's it, that's all we got to talk about. That's not all that's going on. Um, the, I want to say it correctly, the neuroscientist who, from the movie uh, Concussion. The one that that was about. Um, let me get his name. Let me find his name because I don't. It's there on the uh, on the tracker at the bottom, but obviously I gotta go through everything else uh, to make sure. Let's see. Typing. Uh, I just saw it. Here it comes. It's coming. Uh, get into the scores and stuff like that very soon. His name is Bennett Amalu. Amalu? Is that you talking about from the Amal movie Concussion? Amalu? Yeah. Yeah, Amalu. 
<clears throat> so he came out and said that Tua should retire right now. Um, he says uh, Tua suffered permanent brain damage with that second hit. Um, and because of that misevaluation, that put Tua's life in danger. Um, you know, Sunday getting concussed and with the video and everything else like that, all signs were pointed towards him getting a concussion, the misevaluation to put him back out there. And then after having that concussion and misevaluation played on Thursday, four days after. And got shit whipped into the turf and stretchered off the field. Now, second impact syndrome is a very real thing. And in all honesty, the world is extremely lucky that we, and this, I'm going to warn everybody right now, this is going to sound really, you know, dark or whatever, but this is the reality of the situation. The entire world is lucky that we did not witness Tua Tungo Bailoa die on the field on Thursday. We are extremely lucky that we didn't have to witness that because it was a very, very real possibility. Now, one of the the lead uh, neuropathologists on the whole thing is now saying you can't essentially you can't take another hit like that. If you get concussed like that again, that that's it. That, that That's absolutely 100% it. We're not even going to be worrying about retirement because that decision is going to be made for him. It, it's, it's a really... It's a scary situation. It's a very scary situation because this is somebody's life that's on the line. Now, see, I don't, I, I don't know what you think about this, Kay, but I, when I see this, this is not something to fuck with. This is not. This is something that we have seen. Time and time and time again, the long-term effects of CTE. And what it can do, what that type of traumatic brain injury can do to a person's life. Tua's never going to be the same again after this. He's not. That's that's just the, the cold, hard truth of it. You know, I hope to God he doesn't go down the AP path. But he's never going to be the same Tua that he was. You know, yeah, on screen and every day on TV and stuff like that, we may be seeing a certain version of Tua. But behind closed doors, there may be things happening that we're, we can never imagine. You know, again, you know, we've seen this time and time again. Guys have CTE long term in, in their life, and the shit's nothing, nothing to play with. But I'm again, like. From what you've seen and what, from what you've heard, 
what are your initial thoughts on this? Um, my initial thought is that the Miami Dolphins is going to have a name change to something uh, poly. Because uh, I'll be showing the shit out the motherfucking out the, um, team, that independent doctor, whoever the fuck, league, all that shit. Everybody a part of the due process. If I got to retire now, everybody finna fucking pay for the rest of my life because this is the first year I was actually able to play. <laughs> like, with a, and then I have a good team. Like, I could have won a Super Bowl, bro. Yeah, somebody, somebody finna make me real wealthy. That's why I'm saying, like, the Miami Dolphins team name is turning into something real poly. That's what I'm saying. I'm, I'm thinking Tua's family and Tua himself might be the new owners of the Miami Dolphins at the end of this whole thing. If it, if it's really as bad as it's looking, and 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 trust me, people, it is looking bad. It's looking very, very bad. Because again, you have. It's. I mean, the NFLPA says it will pursue every legal option as it investigates whether Tua should have played on Thursday night. Um, Dan Levitt already said, we blame the Dolphins uh, and doctors and coaches and the league and all the protocols. But, you know, what they didn't do very much, blame football, because maybe that's the only one of the blames that could require a mirror. So, uh, I mean, look. This whole thing has set the NFL world on fire. And for good reason. Um, somebody, again, it's going to sound like a broken record, but somebody's life was, was at stake in this whole situation. Somebody could have died on the field this past Thursday due to somebody making a, a, a bullshit call on the protocols. But it also raises up the question. And Kay, you probably know as best as well as I do because I mean I know and I've seen it. Um, you got to protect the players, and how many of these coaches and stuff like that, bolt, you know, go around protocols and stuff like that to get a star player back in the game? And that thing so many times. So many times. You know what I mean? Yeah. From, look, from, let me let me also reiterate this. From a this is a very different point in time when Kay and I play I mean Kay played semi pro and stuff like that just recently, but myself, you know, it's been a while since I played and everything else like that. And we've learned a lot, you know, in that span of time. But I know a concussion protocol has been in place for a long period of time. And again, you, you got you got players who can beat that. Coaches will think they're fine and they go in anyway. You know, I, and just or coaches be like, oh, you're fine. And we'll go in like there that, that shit happens. And it happens over and over again. And again, I, I like Kay said, just we can't even count how many times we've probably seen it. Now, 
at that time, if you got your wits about you, you can look this way, that way, you know, you're looking, you can run, you can move coherently and everything else like that. You were good to go. You know, now they have the rules of if you so much as collapse or don't wake up or whatever, that you're not playing the rest of the game. Doesn't matter how much your wits are about you. I you're mean, done. You have, you're sitting. You have situations too where they got to be mindful of of like, like camera break situation that um, from the game Sunday night where he ran into Chris Godwin. They he ended up going back in that game because. He said it was a neck injury, too. He told the staff it was a neck injury. He's like, yo, my neck is tripping. Duh, duh, duh. So they checked his neck and just did that. And then he later on, after he went back in the game and came back out, he started showing signs of the concussion. He ended up getting in the protocol. So they got to be mindful of all of that shit, too. Situations like that. I mean, players have a certain demeanor. And their determination to play and you know because again we're, we're we're talking about people's livelihoods at the end here too we're, we're talking about people who are this is what they do to put food on the table for their families you know so if they're out they don't get paid most of the time oh you know, well you know, yeah i was meaning as far as when i was saying being mindful i was morely saying just being mindful of the play, like seeing the play, and if it's a situation where it could possibly be a concussion, they should take a like take the player out at least, do the necessary protocol of that. I'm not saying that Cam is like trying to like force his way on the field. Like, let me go and clear that up. Yeah. I mean, dude. Continue. What, so, what do they do? What do they? What do they? Because I, I, I look at it, you know, there's uh, that competitiveness. Obviously, if you don't feel like you're that hurt, you want to go back in and play. You know, there's certain there's certain passions of it, but that's why they always say you got to be able to protect the player from themselves. Because yeah. when it comes to certain things, players do not think logically in their decisions. It's just, it is what it is. So being able to identify that, I don't know if that's the more difficult part because it seems to me that it's very easy to, to read and understand. But for some doctors, obviously this one that just got fired, that was difficult to read because, I mean, you made a good point. It could have been, you know, one of those pinched nerves in his back that he just collapsed and that was it. But when you look at the whole replay of the entire thing, when before he was getting up, he's shaking his head like, oh, oh, oh. he's all sort of discombobulated. His hands were locking up like, all like that, backwards and everything. This is the first initial hit. So when he got up, he was still out of it. You know, that's all signs of a concussion. And then when he got hit this last game, same thing, hands locked up, couldn't really, couldn't move, any of that shit. No, he was out of there for sure. Yeah, he was done. And it was a scary situation. You know, as soon as I saw it, I'm like, oh, my God, he might be dead. 
So he's got, you know, his extremities and everything else like that. Then they started talking, oh, yeah, he's being released from the hospital. He's going to be able to fly back with the team. What? What? You t- I, and, and I love the fucking trolls on Twitter. Oh, you're not a doctor. You can't say it with it. Miss me with that shit. Where is it a fucking good idea to put a person who just got a concussion 30,000 feet in the fucking air? You tell me how that's a good idea. Yeah, pressure on the school and shit. That's why. If they don't want pregnant women doing it, they don't want people with concussions doing it. Trust me. Like, there is no fucking reason why he should have been in the air. He should have been looked at overnight, especially with the information that they knew that he had just gotten his head fucking smashed into the ground four days prior. Somebody wasn't the bills, doing their right? job. They, they played the, the bills. bills. What the fuck, buddy? That was trash. And then That's Thursday true. came in and played played the Bengals. Hold on, they went to Cincinnati on on Thursday night. Wow! They, so they they flew this man from Ohio to fucking Miami. So he was on the yep. flight more than three hours for sure. Like that's crazy. Yeah, bro. This is just like none of it. None of it makes sense. Like the decisions that were made were like there should there's going to be a lot of people whose licenses need to get revoked. Anybody who was medically involved in this whole thing needs to be investigated. Because these decisions, bro, like again, who the man just got a concussion, second one in four days. You want to put him on a three, four, five plus hour flight? About an hour and a half to two, like two to three hours after it actually happened? Yeah, that's crazy. Bro, like. That's crazy. Uh, it is It is literally by the grace of God, like a, a miracle that Tula is alive right now. That's the severity of this shit. I'm going to be all the way honest. Like some parents I was on the fence about football, for sure just signed them up for basketball oh. or soccer. They just for sure signed them up for basketball or soccer. It was no this question. Is, this is going to absolutely ruin youth football. Well, like the the, the, the effects. Like the effects of this whole thing. I I bro. Oh my God! This is just—it's bad. It, it's bad all the way around, bro. I mean, I think they should just give the Bucks the Dolphins draft picks that they given. You know what I'm saying? They about to take from them. They about to take them. So they might as well just give them oh, to somebody. Oh, like, they're gonna, they're going to do more than just take draft picks. We're, we're again, you like you said, Miami might be having a whole new ownership group by the end of this entire thing. Yeah, bro. That shit gonna it be some poly. It's going to be real poly down there in South Beach. Bro, it is just. And I know Tyreek, Tyreek, like, damn. Should have stayed my ass in Kansas City. And, Fuck. 
Honestly, K, you think Tua should just yeah. call it? Yeah, bro. Mike Allstar had to. Priest Holmes had to. You know what I'm saying? Curtis Martin. Like, we don't had a whole bunch of different players that had to get up out of there because if they take one more hit, they possibly might die. Like, like yeah, man. Your life is more important. Like, your family needs you. Like, like I understand this is, like, your life and your career, but it's like, no, like, it's not one of them times where it's like, I got to push it. You know what I'm saying? Like, this ain't no fucking broken bone, bro. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, this ain't that. It's, yeah. it's, this is way bigger than football. Like, that's just completely your life. And your family needs you, dog. So don't do that. Like I, like I said, I, if if he got to retire, I for sure be trying to own that team. Lord have mercy, I'll be trying to own that team. I'll be trying to, what, <laughs> what? I'll tell you, clean oh, house, especially. I'm talking about, I'll be, I'll be in the courtroom playing all of those videos where they were slandering me for two years, bro. I'll be playing all of that, all of that. Then I'll start playing the video. At the end of that, I'll start playing my film from the first three games, basically. I'll be playing the film like, well. Clearly took a step forward. My life took a sudden halt because of the negligence. I'll be, I'm telling you, cleaning house. Cleaning house, I'll be over there with it. Tell you, it, my, right. my team name will be the Miami, uh, what's, what? give me something poly. Give me something poly. What's some the poly, poly folks like? You can go Warriors. You can go, I don't know, just. Where is he from? He's from Hawaii. He's from Hawaii. He All right. Ice and everything Hawaii. You you could definitely isolate this to Hawaiian things then. <laughs> you get what I'm saying? Yeah. Like that team would be named something in that variety. Those jerseys would be sick though. Those jerseys gonna get real vicious. They probably they probably <laughs> switch the color scheme. They probably keep the green. No. I don't know. They might they might go to. They might the keep light. the color. They might keep the color. Just change the logo name and yeah. the like the design scheme and everything. They might keep the color scheme is not bad. It's not bad, but honestly, I lean more towards that Miami Vice, like the Miami Heat did, just to switch it up. You know what I mean? Because you're in Miami. And you could play more with that. Yeah, I'd buy that jersey. I'm not gonna lie. I buy the shit out of that jersey too, and I hate the Dolphins. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you right well, now, I wanted to. They buy... wouldn't be the Dolphins anymore, so that'd be even better. No, that for real. But I, at the same time, I wanted Jalen Ramsey was in uh when he was in uh, Jacksonville. I'm not gonna lie, I wanted to buy a gold Jalen Ramsey jersey when the doggone. Jaguars had those ugly behind faded helmets, the gold to black or whatever it was. <laughs> they jerseys, yeah. though, was crazy. They had those gold jerseys with the black. Oh, yo, and the green on the – yo, those jerseys was crazy. That was the only jersey I ever wanted to buy. Probably I would have been like, man, if I can get Fred Taylor in this, I'd be happy as shit. Only wild, but, I mean, hey, those white Tiger jerseys. Oh, With I'm the, getting the, the I'm getting a Joy B. Nice. I'm getting a Joy oh, B in that. That one's nice. I might get a Jamar one for that one. Hey, you might as well go get the the guy that's gonna break Jerry record. I'm the telling white you, Tiger he, Jamar Chase version. 
Man, look, him and Joe Burrow stay together. Give him, give him a couple more years. Jamar Chase is going to take a huge leap forward by the end of next year. I mean, let's, let's get into the, the scores and everything. Uh, first it. off, the Dolphin, Dolphins organization right now, everybody there. Shit. Straight up. Uh, like, because y'all handled this thing. Whoever was involved in the mishandling of Tua Tungavailoa. Times a thousand. Times a fucking thousand because, uh, like, again, horrific, fucking horrific. Um, so Bengals win 27 to 15. Teddy Bridgewater, uh, came in for Tua when he went out. Um, didn't play too bad, um, uh, but just what wasn't enough. Uh, Bengals with again with those white tiger jerseys, um. Thank God they got the win in them to to start off on a good note with those jerseys because, man, God. bro, those are clean. <laughs> they should wear those so much more often. Mm, I don't know. It might take the allure. It might take the allure out of them. Think so? Yeah, if you wear them too much. I was going to say make it your permanent away uniform. Nah, nah. You keep the orange the bang, and black. The, and the shit. Bengal, the bang, Well, that's what I'm saying. You keep the orange, black. The Bengal, Bengal tiger at home, and then away you got the white tiger. Nah, if I'm telling you, you it will lose the lust and the lure of them. I'm telling you, it'll get too regular. Well, if I'm playing Madden, I I wear that jersey every game. Well, yeah, Madden. <laughs> you on Madden a maximum of an hour. Before you get bored and upset of how much the game sucks. Yeah, like, come on. So you're going to be in those jerseys for about an hour. You tell them I was permanently switching their jerseys. And then Not the fans going to like them Cannot for this year. But like, Cannot coach with them. Can't do it. <laughs> Can't do it, coach. But no, I'm telling you, like, that. in a couple of years, it's going to get, it's going to get, it's going to get dull and it's not going to feel the same. Hmm. Like I still get hyped about the Bucks Sherbert jerseys when they were like getting brought out every so often. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it has to it has to have that feel. Like when the Niners, like when y'all bring out y'all special jerseys, you know what I mean? I don't know what they might be. The old schools or the blacks, so I don't know. The ninety four whites. That's usual that's what it's been right now. Uh Bengals, let's see, Burrow had two eighty seven and two tuds. Uh, Tyreek Hill still managed to get 10 receptions and 160 yards. Um, but, you know, again, prayers up for Tua. Hopefully he gets better soon. And, you know, unfortunately, you know, like Kay said, I think given the circumstances, I think it might be time to hang him up and start, uh, start getting prepared to own the team. Um, cause Something needs to be done, uh, bro. But here's that. here's the thing, though. Like after that first hit, I think I said he shouldn't play for the rest of the year. I'm almost certain I said that. I think you did. He yeah, shouldn't have played sure for did. the rest of the year. Because yeah, sure I did. I said I was playing devil's advocate for the pinch nerve, but I'm just like I agree with you. So I felt like he should have sat out for the rest of the year. But I don't know. Instead, he only sat out three days. Yeah. We get to Sunday. 
<laughs> Vikings this take on the Saints, beat the Saints 28 to 25. Kirk Cousins had 273 in a touchdown, but not much else after that. Cook had 76 yards. Justin Jefferson had 10 receptions for 147. <laughs> the Aints the do what the Aints do. Oh. Uh, Browns took on the Falcons in Atlanta. Falcons, go ahead and take that. 23-20. Cordero Patterson, done for the year towards ACL. Um, so he's out for the Falcons, their primary utility, uh, running back. Um, shit, yeah, he's, he's done for the year, uh, unfortunately for the Falcons. Uh, Commanders went into Dallas as they played a red-hot Cooper Rush, um, goes on to be the first Cowboy ever in franchise history. To win his, to be 4-0, to start off 4-0 as a starter. That's including Troy. That's including Tony. That's including Dak. I mean, you said that uh, hard. Troy, met, Troy won a Super Bowl and didn't start 4-0, so that shit don't mean nothing. <laughs> you know, so, I'm just saying, I'm just saying anything I can to piss off the Dallas Cowboys fans, because Dakota's going to come back and they're just going to shut up. Oh, I'm That's with you. How it's gonna be. I'm with you. That's why I said what I said. I'm trying to piss their ass off too. Fuck them. <laughs> but we love you, man. Six. Uh, yeah, I bet you he's he's all for claiming them now. Oh motherfucker. man. He's a big fan of Cooper Rush. He might just give himself a jersey. Gosh, I hope I mean, he this gets man hop back on that on fucking bandwagon. Jesus Christ! <laughs> How quickly that. <laughs> Uh, Seahawks versus the Lions. Seahawks win 48 to 45. Who would have thought the Seahawks and the fucking Lions would have put up this many points? Um, Goff had 378 with four touchdowns in fantasy, put up 40 points. TJ Hawkinson had 179 <coughs> yards and two touchdowns. Um, almost himself getting 40 points in fantasy. Uh, Rashad Penny, 151 and two tutters. Uh, Whole like this whole game, I was just like, wow. Well, the defense has just decided um, we're not here, y'all. Y'all, whoever scores last wins because we're, we're not going to be a part of this game in any way, shape, or form. Um, Geno Smith looked like Russell w- Wilson, dare I say, uh, during this game. Uh, Penny was, you know, he was on fire. But the Lions, look, don't let the one in three record fool you. The Lions are for real, okay? This is not a team anybody should be sleeping on. I, I promise you that. It, it I mean, when's I, I, somebody show me when the last time the Lions put up 45 points. I'll wait. Can't. Don't have that much time. But it's like, look, the lion, the Lions are going to be for real. And I think this game and the last few games, honestly, um, should be 
absolute proof of that. Uh, Titans should beat the dog shit out of the Colts. Uh, 24-17. Uh, Derrick Henry had 114 in the touchdown. Uh, Matt Ryan had 356 and two touchdowns. Uh, but, you know, in a losing effort, doesn't even matter because, you know, the Titans just did what they were going to do. And I think the Colts are in a situation right now that we may be looking at a reminiscent of a suck for luck uh, type season where they're just going to absolutely tank uh, the whole year to get one of the top QBs uh, coming in this next year's draft. Um, If that happens, you heard it here. Uh, Bears versus Giants. Um, Look. I don't know how the fuck the Giants are 3-1 and one right now. Um, they beat the Bears 20-12. Uh, Barkley had 146. Justin Fields had 174 yards. Look, I, I – and I feel Rock's pain, my brother-in-law. I feel his pain because I see his Twitter posts and uh, it reflects how he feels – or his fantasy team reflects how he feels in real life um, about his regular team. The, you know, we are trash. Uh, the man has sadness in his tweets when he talks about this team. And yet they're two and two. Giants are three and one. In the New York. And the Bears just continue to figure out a way to kill themselves. And what is it? Oh. And Daniel Jones hurt his ankle. Tyra Taylor might be in for a little while now. Didn't we say Tyra Taylor would be starting at some point this season? Oh, say it again. The last part. Didn't we, didn't we make the prediction that Tyrod Taylor would be starting for the Giants in some way, shape, or form yeah. this season? Yeah. Now, we didn't predict in this way, but it happened. So he's going to be the starter next week, depending on how Daniel Jones uh, is feeling. It's just a ankle injury, but it doesn't really disclose whether or not it's like a high ankle sprain, which can suck. Uh, Eagles, 4-0. 29-21 against the Jaguars. Very game Jaguars. Jacksonville Jaguars team starting to become uh, pretty interesting to watch in that AFC South division right there. I mean, uh, but it- the big the one thing I can say, the one positive thing I'll say about the Jaguars, other than them jerseys they used to have, is that the fact that Trevor Lawrence and all of those boys that was rookies last year actually starting to experience what the NFL is actually like. You got a real coach that just won the Super Bowl in y'all lifetime that when y'all were actually really good, y'all were in college when the, the Eagles won the Super Bowl. So y'all saw that when y'all at the top of y'all game. Y'all got that head coach. So now you're seeing – an actual NFL head coach teach you what's the NFL like, how to be good, how to play well, and how to be a team. 
that's pretty much why the Jaguars are playing the way they're playing. And I expected this because Trevor Lawrence was actually good. Like he's actually a really good quarterback. So I, I, I can see them being being solid. And they're in the AFC, so I really don't give a shit about their success. <laughs> uh, the Jets versus the Steelers. Zach Wilson, first game back. Um, Zach Morrison, my dog. 24 to 20 against the Steelers. Um, Trubisky was taken out. Kenny Pickett was put in. Uh, Tomlinson has mentioned Kenny Pickett is going to be the guy. Um, at least what we know now for the foreseeable future. Uh, that is not a surprise uh, at all, really. Uh, I think we kind of called it here that it was only a matter of time before Kenny Pickett was going to go in because Mitch, or, Mitch Trubisky was going to show his ass and become who he really is. And that's a backup quarterback. Uh, so we'll see what happens with Kenny Pickett and the Pittsburgh Steelers. But uh, because it's related know. to the topic and I know you're going to get to it and you're going to slander this man, Baker uh, should have went to motherfucking uh, uh, the Steelers. He really shouldn't have went to the Steelers because Man, the situation he in right now, the situation he in right now with Matt Rule, bro, like, come on. I feel like I, that's that's my thing. I like, hey, man, if y'all going to slander him, he, he in another situation with a dumbass coach. But I feel like he would have got over there with Tomlin. Them boys would be solid right now. And you could have been able to stick it to the Browns. Man, you so, shit. I would have slid over there. but And I would have made Mitch Trubisky hit the touch that pine. He's playing, dog, he's playing dog shit football right now, so I'm cool with that either way. Make you rest in shit. Uh, Bills played the Ravens, win 23-20 to in Baltimore. Ravens finding more and more and more ways to shoot themselves in the foot in the fourth quarter. Their defense is just non-existent in the fourth quarter. Um, Lamar Jackson doing Lamar Jackson things. Josh Allen doing the same thing. It wasn't a pretty game, but it, you know, it was a good game nonetheless. Bills move on to three and one uh, after a loss last week. LA Chargers against the Houston Texans. Justin Herbert, what broken ribs? I, I don't know what you're talking about. 340, two touchdowns, you know, 120 yards to Mike Williams. Uh, Damon Pierce, the Houston run, rookie running back, starting to kind of come into his own. He had 131 in the touchdown, broke off a big 60-plus uh, yarder um, in this game. Um, so they at least have something in him, but for everything else, my God, the Texans need help. Uh, have not won a game yet, but they have lost three and tied one. Um, so at least there's a little bit of hope for the Houston Texans. Uh, the Arizona Cardinals... Versus the Carolina Panthers, uh, Cardinals 26 to 16. Kyler Murray with 207 and two touchdowns. Connor had 55 yards. Uh, Hollywood Brown had uh, 88 yards and a touchdown. Um, it's just the the Panthers stink that, and that's just what it comes down to. Um, uh, the, the, pan the Panthers 
100%. They are who we thought they were. And they're not gonna they're not gonna shine at all. Why? Because they're led. Yep, knew that shit was coming. By um the one who just won't be named, I'll just play it for you. And until it's proven otherwise, nobody can say shit else to me. Um, New England Patriots, Green Bay Packers. Mm-hmm. Packers go ahead and win it in Green Bay, 27-24. A.A. Ron had 251 and two touchdowns. Aaron Jones had 110 yards. Lazard had 116 yards and six receptions uh, on the day. Um, Green Bay, 3-1. and one, And Patriots fall to 1-1. Three. They are not playing good football, especially Mac Jones has been out uh, this week. They only had Hoyer, and then he sucked. And then is it Zappe? Zape? Uh, I think it's Zape. He comes in and you know, puts up a fight, but you know Packers still find a way to to get that W. Um, the Raiders and the Broncos. Uh, Oh, don't be like that. If I had a rock, I'd bust your head, bitch. Both teams, I can really give a damn about either one. Uh, Raiders finally get themselves a win, uh, 32-23 against the Broncos team that uh, just, I, I, I don't know. No, I know. I know exactly what has happened. Um, they they got another home. dumb coach. Yeah, them yeah, sure. Yeah, Raiders finally get themselves a win instead of being 0-4, but it is what it is. Chiefs, Buccaneers, Sunday night football. Now, obviously you can't blame Brady because he had 385 and three touchdowns. Mahomes also had three touchdowns. Um... Clyde Edwards-Hilaire had 92 yards and a touchdown. Mike Evans had another 100-yard game and two touchdowns. Um, so can you explain to me, Kay, what happened here? I do recall you blaming uh, a bit of the defense for what had happened. Well, yeah, the, the boys playing. are a perfect – Yeah, no, the boys are playing – the boys is playing. Slow. <laughs> yeah, me unmuting to taking a second to exhale to <laughs> to respond gave enough time for those crickets that, to ring off. Hey, that, that was, was a natural sound, natural sound effect. I had nothing to do with that. Yo, that was perfect. <laughs> those crickets is they they're pretty loud, but no. Nah, uh, yeah, no. Nah, uh, as far as the game, the boys is playing soft. Like, they was playing real soft. Like, I ain't never seen Devin White miss that many tackles since he been on the Buccaneers. I wasn't a big LSU fan, so I ain't watching him in college, but I ain't seen Devin White miss that many tackles in a game since I've seen him in a Bucs jersey. That was crazy. He had so many opportunities. That's how I knew it was pretty much over. If Cowboy ain't doggone wrangling people in, I knew, I knew it was something crazy. It was going to be one of them games, and it was definitely one of them games. Because 
It don't look like it on the board, but I'm telling you, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire should have got the ball. Pat did his thing and made spectacular plays where people are going to be like, oh, my God. But if you really watch that thing from start to finish, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire destroyed us. Pacheco came in, and he the man ran, like, the, his feet, bro. Like, you remember how, like, cartoons, like, they run, they used to run so fast you can't see their feet? As soon as this man got the ball, it, was, it felt like that. Like, it was like his gear was way faster than everybody else's every time I seen him touch the ball, bro. Like, they ran this one draw play, and I was like, holy shit. That's when I really noticed it, when Pacheco got the ball. He chipped it for, like, maybe five, six yards, but I was like, oh, my God. Yeah, it just – it looked like but, a sl- – and I – you know it's funny? There are certain games I'll start Cincinnati's defense because I like the matchup. But then Tampa – I have Tampa's defense, so they – when I have them on the bench, they do well. But then the last few times that I've started them, Cincinnati has gotten more points. So I'm kind of on the fence now of what I should do, whether I should start the Tampa Bay Bucks defense or Cincinnati defense at all. Hey, man, you can go ahead and decide what you want to decide. I'll just say this. We The Bucks just played a very mad Kansas City. You can tell every one of those players that was a part of that team during the Super Bowl was mad. Pacheco was playing like a rookie that was hungry. But everybody else that was a part of that Super Bowl team, Clyde, it was a lair. Pat Mahomes. Pat Mahomes, bro. That's why I was like, Pat played mad. Andy played mad. Andy was getting mad all the time. You could see him. Like, I ain't never seen Andy that mad, like, on the sideline. Them boys was playing mad against us. So, it was different. We was playing soft. They was playing mad. The game definitely reflect. And then when Tom started kicking in, that's what made it look like – that's why it ended up being a 10-point loss because Tom kicked in. You know what I'm saying? The greatness of Tom and his ability kicked in. So, we started moving the ball and started doing things because – them boys, them boys is playing mad. And I, I you can tell. You could definitely tell. But I do think, in all honesty, that was a very rough game for the players that was hurt, like our all of our receivers. That was the first game back. That was a very rough game to have, you know what I'm saying, to have them come in. We need y'all to come in with high intensity, high catchability, because you got to get the ball uh, X amount of times because we playing a team we might have to go in a shootout with. You know what I mean? Like, and that wasn't going to be able, like, we weren't able to do that, especially should with no running. We had no, our sign Odell. Distant. So, should yeah, the Bucks sign Odell? Oh, yeah, I've been thought that. I thought that, but at the same time, we'll be the man. You met with the Giants. Well, yeah, I knew the Giants was going to meet with him because they see him different and not even won a Super Bowl. They, you know what I'm saying? Plus, you don't have to see the error in our way. Eugene. His image is different now because of the whole Baker situation. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, oh, God damn it. You can't be. Make you rest in shit. All right. Hey, man. You got to be quick. You got to be quick, draw yeah, McGraw. Yeah, That's yeah. not on me. You got to be just right, as good as those right people that, that back up KG with the curse button when he don't press it in time. Yep. So, <laughs> but no, uh, oh no, but no, what's the name as far as, as far as your question with Odell, I do think, uh, 
Tampa would be a good spot for him because he wanted to play with Tom. He respects Tom. And he would benefit a lot from working with Alex Guerrero and his team on a day-to-day basis, you know what I'm saying? Getting back into shape and stuff like that in Tampa. His muscles will be more loose in that warm weather. You know what I'm saying? He go to New York, he's going to be cold and tight, and he just came off two ACLs. His probability of hurting himself again is going to shoot up a lot higher. I think he's going to go back to being in Los Angeles for him, and I'll tell you why in a second. Monday night game, okay? I put up a poll. Uh, I put up a poll on Twitter um, of who would win you know, tonight's game, but I made it a point uh, to put out there that the 49ers on Monday night had won six of the last seven games against the Rams on Monday night, whether it was at home. It was actually two games at home. The other four were in L.A. Okay. So the Rams have always had a problem, obviously, with the 49ers on Monday night football or even Sunday night football for that matter. I didn't look up the Sunday night football because it didn't go with the theme of Monday night. Um, so I put up a poll who would win. I put that, but you know, obviously the Niners coming off of loss to the Broncos. Rams went and beat the Cardinals last week. So the majority of the people chose the Rams. Now, the 49er defense um made life a living hell for Matthew Stafford. Um that's surprising. Pick six for the fourth year in a row. I saw just, you know, KMBR put up a stat literally four years in a row. They, the 49ers have gotten a pick six against the Rams. Um, and Hufunga, you know, getting his, you know, first pick six in his young career. Um, hey, don't the defense. Just- Please, fans, don't disrespect Troy Palomalu in his career because y'all yeah. lost y'all mind saying you're talking about Troy 2.0 for uh, – No, yeah, there. for real. No, I saw that and I was like, okay. And I even they were calling it on, on the Monday Night Football broadcast. Oh, I see a little Troy Tungo. Why? Or not to a uh, – I see a little Troy Palomalu. Why? What is it why? Because he came from USC, because he's poly, because he's got the long hair, because he played safety. Okay. Like, the game is pretty different. The guy is still young. Could he, you know, I'm not going to sit here and say he's going to have the same type of career as the great Troy Palomar. You know, that, that's just, that's hard to do because Troy was a different animal. He was a whole different beast at the safety position. Top, in my opinion, Troy Polamalu was top three safeties of all time. Like the specifically the safety position all time. Um, so to start comparing him to that is a little premature. Um, he's had a good season so far, but it's a little premature. Um, I say Odell comes back to the Rams because it'll destroy it. Well, maybe it'll destroy 
No, it'll actually make the meme worse. Have you seen these memes that are got that people are claiming that Matthew Stafford is racist? Have no. you seen these? But that's probably the dumbest shit I heard in my life. <laughs> you want to know why? Yeah, please. They said Matthew Stafford might be a racist because he literally only throws to his white receivers. And I was like, there's no way that could be only true. He's not just only throwing it to Cooper Cup. So I looked at the set. I was like, wait a minute. Top three receivers for the Rams. Cooper Cup, Tyler Higby, Ben Skoronek. Who the fuck is Ben Skoronek? Exactly my point. <laughs> then there's Daryl Henderson, who the running back and stuff like that. And then after that, Kendall Blanton. <laughs> and then Allen Robinson. And all right, first off, the top, three, off, the top Stafford, three receivers, the top three receivers are white guys. That's just that's crazy. All right, first off, this coronic <laughs> thing, this coronic thing for show hurts him. It hurts his defense because it's like, who in the fuck is this guy? He got to be like a tight end or some shit. Is yeah? Hopefully, did you look it up and see his position? <laughs> ben Scarone, he's a receiver. He's a wide out. Oh god, he's a wide out. Yeah. Ooh. Okay, look, I also want to make this very clear. We are not down the Super Bowl. We are not at all saying Matthew Stafford. I'm just saying what I, <laughs> there were memes and stuff going around saying that it was possible Matthew Stafford was the racist because he was only throwing the white receivers. And I just looked it up and I thought it was hilarious because I mean his top three receivers. <laughs> I just I thought it was hilarious. Now it you know it doesn't mean it's true. It's just it's funny. I think it's a hilarious joke. Um <laughs> like it makes you think, doesn't it? It it, it makes you look exactly the way Samuel Jackson is looking right there going. Hold on. Is this claim like Kate said? Skoronic? Yeah, that hurts the that hurts the defense. Big time. Definitely. But I, I really I can't go for that though. I can't go for that. No, I, I'm not again, I'm not at all saying that he is. That would be to be honest with you. Stupid. It's like people people trying to make an excuse of why he's sorry. Like People not understanding, like, but it really ain't good like that. And you starting to see exactly what I've been saying the whole time. Just because somebody throw the ball well and they can throw the ball in different ways don't mean they're a good quarterback, bro. Like, that's kind of my whole thing. It's like the man had generational talent around him, bro. Like, he just had good talent around him. Like, it's nothing he can do about that. But at the same time, it's definitely something what you can do about learning how to lead and learn how to fucking win games without throwing picks. Like, that's all on you. You went to the Super Bowl and fucking, what, you threw three picks, two, three picks? Like, come on, bro. Like, you in the best game of your life. Three picks. I'm telling you, the whole time I was sitting beside you, bro, I kept telling you, I'm like, he's fucking trash. The man is trash. He can just throw the ball really well and it's throwing people out of whack. 
You know what I'm saying? He big and he can throw the ball really well. But he just got good talent around him. You got the triple crown guy around you. You feel me? And then you got you have Megatron. Like the man name is the fucking villain in a whole fictional goddamn robotic giant fucking series. Like the Megatron was a huge robot. <laughs> you had a six 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 five receiver, bro. And his I feel like his career was shortened because you you was trash and you can't rely on him a lot too much. Cooper Cup had 14 receptions, 122 yards. Debo Samuel Samuel had a catch that won the uh, DB got there just late. You're just late because his hand was here. The ball was right here when it went through. And Debo caught it. Then he just went upfield and did did what Debo does. Uh, made Jalen Ramsey look like a child. So get off me, son. You sit right there and think about what you've done. And he posted about it. That was crazy. And yeah, he, posted. he posted it. He said, uh-oh. Uh-oh. Oh. 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 <laughs> oh. Lord, have mercy. The man, yeah. hey, bro, I love it. I, I ain't going to lie. I love that. I love that. I love every bit of that. Yep. So it's like, yeah, that was that was pretty bad. And he even said it in the press conference. I saw him backpedaling. I'm like, the, I don't know who the fuck you think this is, but <laughs> I'm paraphrasing, obviously. But yeah, it's like, no, bro, bounced right off of him, right off of him. It wasn't even. It was easy because one on one open field tackle against Diva. Against Devo, it needs to be a perfect tackle for you to bring. You're not going to bring him down by his arm or shoot straight tackle him. and all that bull crap. Yeah, no, you're not. No, you're not bringing him down. Like he that. run too hard for that. <laughs> At all, like it, it's just, it's ridiculous that guy. Um, Devo had 115. Ayuk and Ramsey were in each other's face the whole game. I mean. You got to resort to and that, to the backup guy. You got to go to the second there, guy and argue with somebody. <laughs> but there was there was a time where um, Ayuk, they were in the red zone, and Ramsey was covering Ayuk, and Ayuk just burned the shit out of him on the route. Dang, dang, in dang. the end zone, Jimmy, Jimmy just didn't look that way. Ayuk was open by 10 yards. Mm. And he, after the play broke down, he looked and he looked back at, he looked back at Ramsey like, boy, I had you cooked. You had you cooked going the other way. Did Jimmy make a completion from that? I don't remember. Man, look, I I needed to sing the play. Look, I'm going to tell you, I was in fantasy in a league with my friends in Florida and stuff like that. And I was down 70 points in the game I was playing. I was getting maxed out completely. And I had Jimmy Garoppolo and Cooper Cup left on my team. This man had Allen Robinson, so I had no fear. I had no fear for Allen Robinson, adding no points to the score for him. (laughs) So I was like, Allen Robinson might give him a negative, so I might be able to come back, right? So Jimmy got you, what, like 20 points? Cooper? No, Jimmy. Yeah, it was like 20-something, but uh, Cooper had got me like 30. Five, 
Yeah. I was like, if Jimmy would have threw one more touchdown or first down, I would have been in the fucking money, bro. I would have lost but, my shit. Like, you motherfuckers but Jimmy does, Jimmy does. And he's no. not clutch for you, Kay. He didn't come in the clutch for I you. Him, I need That's him always to throw that bitch to Debo one more time. Just throw it to Debo. Shit. I'm like everybody the Niner fan now. I'm like, Jimmy, just throw it to Debo. That's really all y'all got, to be honest with you. The stats reflected against the Rams. Debo is all all of y'all have. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Before you start claiming that that's the case, let me make sure that Wilson Wilson had 74 in a touchdown. Rushing. Right, right, right. So Debo had 115 Mm. or six receptions. Mm. Touchdown. Mm-hmm. Brandon Ayuk had four receptions, two mm-hmm. less, but 37 yards. How many uh, yards? Kyle, 37. Okay, that um, was second. Okay. Kyle Yushinak, the juice, uh, one reception for 35 yards. Uh, George Kittle had two receptions for 24 yards. Jawan Jennings, two receptions for 22 yards. Ray Ray McLeod even got himself some. Uh, one reception for six yards, and yep. You proved my point. Your second, your yeah. second best player on your team just had twenty-four yards. Dre Greenlaw had fifteen tackles. Man, Fred Warner you. had nine. Bob Wagner had ten tackles. He should have had eleven. When bro, did you see the video? Tell me you saw the video. Who, Bobby? Bobby Wagner knocking the shit out of that streaker. Yeah, I seen a bunch of motherfuckers being a goddamn uh, uh, a goddamn enablers to this kid's bullshit. Bobby Wagner, ladies and gentlemen. Like Bobby Boucher. Out of nowhere from the sidelines. This man didn't see it coming because he had this pink <coughs> this pink smoke thing in his hand. Because it was obviously impairing his vision. Because he turned right, smoke in his face. Next thing you know, he had Bobby Wagner lowering his helmet straight into his jaw and putting nah. it on the floor. He didn't hit him. Bobby didn't put his helmet on at all. He just used hands. Bobby, Bobby's helmet touched. I guarantee it. Bro, you can see in the picture he used his hands. It was damn near like how Mike pushed Lattimore. It wasn't helmet. Because if you would have hit helmet, that kid's shit would have been split. He ain't had nothing on. Bobby had full gear on. Nah, it was all hands, bro. Uh, look like Bobby with face mask. <laughs> it, it definitely looked like it, put a little he used his hands. On him. Yeah, he, he just generated power. He just generated power and used his hands. Didn't even see it coming. And the ones that put you out the quickest are the ones you don't see coming. And Bobby Wagner is right off the sideline. Boom! Hit the shit out of that guy. And well-deserved. That was actually like, you know, hey, good for you, Bobby. Like, you know what? Thank you for that. That was actually pretty cool. You gave us a cool little highlight that we could talk about for this game. Because that's pretty much the only fucking thing that the Los Angeles Rams did at all the entire game. They weren't able to do shit. They were getting frustrated, not just with 
our guys, but with their own guys on the sideline. Fucking fighting each other. Uh, it's just a beautiful, beautiful thing. I had no doubt. I had no doubt. I knew it was going to happen because it's Monday night. And it always happens that way. Now, if it had been Sunday, regular day, and just any old Sunday, might be having a different story. But Monday night, gets the ranch. It would be a dumb decision to bet against the 49ers. That'd be like betting against Tom Brady in the Super Bowl. You might get lucky three times. But the rest of the time, bad decision. Absolutely terrible decision. Um, I don't even want to talk about what I keep seeing um, with the fan base on Twitter and, and all of it. It's just a toxic fucking cesspool of of people flip flopping and just, uh, it, it it's it's just one hundred percent. And for those of you who are listening, go and just look at the 49er troll. Like again, I'm a 49er fan, and I'm just these guys. All the uh, all right, I've I've done enough talking. It, it's done. Don't deserve it. Anyways, 49ers win. 24 to 9. Um, as we go into uh, this next week, um, Friday, UNLV, San Jose State, in San Jose State, 7 30 game. Um, do not know. Well, I know I will not be able to be there. Um, we. We'll figure out with Kay whether he will be able to at least make it to get some footage and stuff like that of the game. Um, so we'll see how, how that goes. Uh, but I just got the 26th off for the Hawaii game, so I know I'm for sure going to that one. Yeah, buddy. Um, I know for damn sure we're going to be tailgating in the morning and everything like that. that one's gonna got be one tents and everything. We're going to have that shit popping. Music, tents, the whole nine. Twelve thirty game, so we got to be there by what? Eight, nine, no eight. eight. Yeah, the eight? tailgate, the tailgate properly, bro. Food, we gotta have food. Gotta cook the fucking food. That hour is gonna be cooking the burgers. You know, <laughs> As a, a, they don't expect don't expect a non-course gourmet meal, guys. Oh no. Or we'll provide yeah. only what we can. We'll provide whatever Costco has. <laughs> <laughs> Burgers, hot links. Yeah. Buns. It's gonna be that's gonna be a fun game to be able to go and, and do that at. Um so that Saturday. Uh but let's see, this uh Saturday a lot of things coming up in the college game. We'll have Corey on on Friday to be able to talk more about it, get his predictions uh, going to this weekend's uh, games, as well as talking about this past week's uh, games in the, in the college football world. Um, who's playing this Sunday? Or who's playing this Thursday? Thursday? Thursday Night Football. Give me like 10 seconds. 
Thursday night football is the Colts, Colts and Broncos. The yeah, Colts Broncos. Yeah. That's disgusting. Damn, we should have known that before the goddamn show. We could have goddamn got Sunshine's opinion of his season so far. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you, you, you won't want to talk about it. That's one of the reasons why he doesn't stay on past the Formula One. You don't want to talk about that bullshit. I know. Because he knows we're going to rag his team. Oh, destroy. Like, he would have nothing to say for it. So that's the exact reason why. All right, so then let's make our pick. It's in Denver. Colts, Broncos. Kay, who's your pick? Uh, I'm going to take the Broncos. God, I love those crickets. I'm going to take the Broncos. Yeah, no. That was that was terrible. It's a good thing Broncos. the fucking uh, goddamn Camaro didn't go out. They took the truck. I thought they were going to take the Camaro. Mm-hmm. One of the neighbors. I was like, you're going to hit that purr. Yeah, I think I'm going to have to take the Broncos, too, in this one. Well, Javante Williams is out for the rest of the season. Melvin nice. Gordon doesn't know how to hold on to a football. And I haven't seen enough of Boone yet to make a decision. I'm going to go with Boone. His boom sounds better than the rest of that other stuff. Does that mean you're going for the Broncos? I don't yes. understand what that one is. Yes. Oh, okay. <laughs> I told you um, that the, the Southern is slowly creeping out of you, man. Is that what it sounds like right now? Yeah, some old drunk. Doesn't sound that big. No way. Not that bad. I'll listen back. I think you're just fucking with me. Um, Never know. You know what? Fuck it. I'm gonna go with the Colts. Slowly disappointed. Slowly disappointed. Yeah, because it's <laughs> gonna be a slow burn. Because the game's gonna suck. So. Yeah, it's not gonna be a fun one. Not at all. Well, hey, everybody, once again, for hanging out with us, thank you. Uh, thank you for listening on Spotify. You guys already know where to see us on the social medias, on Twitter and Instagram, the Alfred Jocko's on Facebook, Canadian Rose Productions, and YouTube, the same thing. Um, if you're able to catch all the live, all the clips, all the conversations, all the good stuff that comes with uh, watching the Alfred Jocko's, uh, it is all there for you to consume suggest comment rate hit the subscribe hit the bell reminder whenever we go live and uh once again appreciate you guys for hanging out with us be able to see us on twitch as well um pvp studios a whole lot of stuff coming up and can't wait to be able to share it with you guys uh for myself jp and for the 610 beast mr country k We'll see you guys on Friday. Deuces. You gonna say it? Oh, aloha. I'm sorry. <laughs> Told you I'm doing.